This is Aluminum Falcon from Come At Us Bro, and you are listening to the Shattered Order Podcast. What a piece of junk! This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off! If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk. This week, a lot of things happened, and we go over the timeline. We enjoy some territory battles and some trivia coming up. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Shattered Order Podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me, as always, is my good friend, Wink. What's up, Wink? Oh, same as always. Uh, been a kind of an exciting week. Uh, sitting here with a delicious glass of scotch, ready to talk about um, some Star Wars. About, about the you? madness that ensued this week. Yeah. It was oh, I forgot bit. to say what what episode is this? Uh, this is episode redacted. Oh, okay. Yes. So we're uh, being a little secretive here. Yes. <laughs> well, uh, just a little. Uh, Side note right off the top, if you hear, if it sounds like my neighborhood is exploding um, during the podcast, that's because I live about a mile from one of the best high school football programs in Arizona, and uh, they like to get rowdy. So they're playing at home, and it could get, whenever they score, things blow up. So if you hear that, that's what it is. Understandable. (laughs) Makes sense. Yeah, for sure. But you know what that means. High school football starts, and then college football starts, and then the NFL starts. So excited. excited. Man, I call that the dead zone between the Super Bowl and right about now. Yeah, no kidding. But this this is exciting. Tomorrow get to get to watch some OU football. I'm excited. Boomer sooner for you know (laughs) sooner. Any of you other sooners out there? I don't care about anyone else, but I, I I talk about U of A football, but they're a basketball school. Let's be honest. What? <laughs> they are. Their football team is terrible lately. Mm. Rich, Rich Rod can't do anything. Yeah, no bueno. <laughs> so what's going on with Patreon? Well, um, we got a new Patreon subscriber, Optimus Eleven from our guild. Great dude. Uh, he's always pretty chatty if you get him going in the uh, discord channel for the podcast which speaking of discord you can always go join us there you can find the invite link in the show notes our Mm -hmm. august patrons were boba finn painted land elon mustard shattered order guildy zizer waddles 
M4, McMole 2, Darth Molly, Anthony H, and then we had J Pod, uh, Hands of God, and Deadshot, uh, other Shattered Order members. So uh, thank you guys. Y'all are yes. fantastic. We appreciate you very much. Mm-hmm. So, for sure. And as we always do, plug the po- the Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash shattered order and you would like to support what we do on this show, on the stream, on the audio podcast, whatever you want to do, we're in for that. So if yep. you don't, you're cool too. We just like that you listen and you support us and we appreciate it. So thank you to you all. Absolutely. Another thing we wanted to mention is if you do listen – or you do watch the stream, go ahead and click those subscribe buttons on your uh, listener of choice and help us out a little bit. Yeah, whether you're on iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, SoundCloud, whatever, uh, go subscribe. Yep, we would appreciate it. So, any uh, off-the-rails information you want to say before we get into the news? Um, I... Not really. Not too off the rails. Do you do you have anything? <laughs> I could go on all night about different things, but Well, uh, <laughs> I mean, of course, but anything too important that you can think of. Um I don't know. Nothing. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say I'm uh I'm gonna try to design myself a bleedo shirt. <laughs> so maybe on one of the future podcasts you'll see that. That that would be pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Well, a lot to go over this week. So uh, let's just jump right in, shall we? All right. First things first, it was announced that the September login character would be... Caption Phasma. The the break was for you to you throw the uh, drum roll in with the soundboard that you said was going to be fixed this week? We're not talking about the soundboard yet. <laughs> hey, I was on vacation oh, okay. this past weekend. It's been a long week. Next week, all right? We'll get there. My bad, my bad. We'll get there. Captain Phasma. Yeah. Kind of a odd login character. Someone I've had seven star for like a year and a half. My Maybe like longer. my first my first like straight up arena leader for the like months and months and months. Yep. Yeah, like, she she was great back in the day. She was badass for any team. I definitely got her to the highest gear you could get back in the day faster than everyone else. She was probably the fat, the person I maxed on gear the first time. Yeah. Uh, She was one of mine too. She's awesome. She's always been awesome. So kind of interesting why with the last Jedi coming up here in four months, three months, that uh, yep. suddenly she is the login character. Kind of yeah. makes you go home because it seems well, like every time they add a character to this, there's a reason, right? Yeah, I mean, people were bitching about Luke Skywalker when he was the login character for the month. I mean, that turned out to be kind of a hint towards what was coming. Now another character that everyone has that people are bitching about being the login there's probably something a little bit more to this. So, I mean. Yeah, I'm interested to find out because I, I don't know who the First Order people are from uh, 
the new movie. Whether I, I really hope it's that uh, that stormtrooper that you know has the spinny baton. Ah, yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> that guy's awesome. Yeah, I just want to see that dude spinning it as he flies across the screen and hits someone. Oh, that'd be, be awesome. Great. I like it. Double, double, da- double damage against Finn. <laughs> <laughs> not a bad idea not a bad yeah. idea i like it um but yeah so there's i mean there's a lot of options they could go with here i mean i think it's definitely going to be something so uh your first order might be someone to start thinking about um um i <sighs> I thought about it earlier, and then I thought, wow, I have a two-star and a three-star that are only available on hard nodes. So, so uh, why haven't you been farming them? I mean, I've had First Order TIE Pilot and uh, First Order Stormtrooper seven-star for a while now. What's your what's your deal? How long have you had Veer seven-star? I have had Veer seven-star for, I'll let you know when he gets there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For That's why redacted. I don't have him. Because I, yeah, redacted. I'll let you know on redacted. I, uh, that's who I farmed. So while I'm ahead there, he's already been reworked and meh. I'll work on the trooper team when, uh, the next, when the dark side territory battle comes. Yeah. Because I'll probably need him there. But until then, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I've been using my first order in phase two for quite a while. And, you know, first order TIE pilot's amazing there. He's amazing in your favorite uh, area of the game, ships. So, yeah, you should get yourself some first order TIE pilot. Yeah, I want those guys. I regret farming Veers over them now because after getting my resistance up, knowing that there's going to be more resistance coming, I've been wanting to farm first order because they're going to be more first order. And so it's the same type of deal where they'll probably just become even better, you know? So real quick, uh, speaking so of me. resistance, <laughs> guess tell me all about Zetas. it. Oh, this guy. That's right. I know. Yeah. I, know. I, uh, I finally did it. I spent uh, Zetas on Finn and been working on trooper. Cause I got trooper to seven star like two weeks ago. And today I was kind of thinking about it. And, you know, with territory battles being here, seemed like a good time to do it. We'll get into why they're so good and why I use that Zeta here shortly. But, um, yeah, they are a lot of fun in Galactic War. You are not exaggerating. They live yeah. up to the hype. I <laughs> Good. At least I've hyped something correctly. <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. That don't happen every day. Let's be honest. No, no. No, I'm like, well, how how far did I go with Veers? I brought him up again just because it's so the chat can go nuts again. <laughs> you know, eh, what can you do? Well, that's that. Phasma, Phasma for free if you don't have her. That's good for some of the newer players. For all of us yep. old old hats, whatever. Shard shot fodder. Yep, nothing wrong with but, that. But uh, let's paint a timeline. Let's do of this. What, happened this week because honestly it was like riding a roller coaster we need a pegboard with the pins you know (laughs) and some string to like connect them all together and let's start at the beginning shall we all right let's do it on the 28th of august leaving only four days of august left 
the version update nine notes were put out. Not the uh, not the update. The update was pushed to the Google and iOS store, but it didn't change anything. It just put all the files in there. So everything from these notes we're going to read was not put in on the 28th. They just gave the notes when the patch was put in, which I thought was pretty cool because usually they didn't even release the notes until it was actually live in the game. And this time it was actually in, it actually gave us the notes before it went live. So we could all ponder everything before it even happened, you know? So I thought that was real cool. But anyways, there was a lot of info in it. So let's talk about that. So version update nine. Last week we were talking about that weird, um, Arrow, not arrow. The little search magnifying glass. Magnifying glass. That's there the word. Yeah. With the guild and the C3PO or whatever. Uh-huh. My original thought was on what I wanted it to be, which would have been awesome, but I was thinking it would have been a search for your own guild that you're in, where let's say in territory battles you have platoons and you need five cups, but you don't know if you have five cups in your guild. So you could click on that and type in the character name or click the character and it would show you everyone that has them, what level he is, uh, how many stars he has, what gear he is. And then you could pick those people and say, hey, go throw those on this deployment and we'll work from there. That's what I thought the guild search was going to be. Yeah, I which really didn't, awesome. I didn't have any idea. I thought maybe it'd be like a gear or mod search of some sort. Uh, which would have been great as well, but we do have Swagger for that. Instead, it turned out to be what? It actually turned out to be something that was needed for sure. Yes, absolutely. Not for those of us who've been in guilds for a long time and yeah. kind of do the searches offline to find where we're going to be. But uh, basically, it's a search function for guilds to find a guild for yourself. Now, the way it used to work is it looked like the arena screen, really. It had three guilds that it recommended for you to join. And if you didn't like those three guilds, you could hit the refresh button and three more would pop up. And And if you wanted to place... Yes, that is still there. But back then, it was the only thing. So all you had could do was sit and play roulette with that refresh button until you found... Something that looked remotely good to you. And the way it used to be, it did not show galactic power on the guild. The only thing it literally showed for the guild was how many people were in it and what the name was. And now you can, with this guild search, you can search by galactic power. You can search by name. You can search by allies, who's in what guild, all kinds of stuff. And it makes it really easy for those people a new players when they get to the point where they can join a guild for them to find a guild that works for them and also for people that leave guilds to find all those people that don't use the outer channels you know what i mean yeah and so i mean i'm sure there's a ton of people that are that way that aren't using you know a discord or even facebook or reddit or whatever where all the forums you know any of those things yeah i mean anything outside of the game great ways to you know find people but i assume if you're listening to a podcast about the game you probably know about all those so the people that you know aren't listening to this or would never listen to this are probably the people that this is for and there's probably a huge number of those people that just aren't that into the game or just aren't aware of that and this is a great way for them to help progress and 
actually get into a decent guild that might help them make some progress. I just had a thought. Okay. New version, not next uh, quality of life update. Maybe like a little circle up in the right corner with a music box in it. Swugga radio where you can just pick a podcast and play it while you play. Ooh, that would be just, a great idea, Dev. I'm just saying. Yes, now we're talking. I like it. <laughs> like it a- automatically translates us to every other language. You know? Oh my God, that would be life-changing, right? <laughs> Who would not love that? Hey, it would get get those guys into those new channels, you know? Yep. Anyways. Anybody else? Okay. Continuing to go off the rails, but there are other games. I know. There are other games that have uh, links to popular YouTube channels for tips and tricks and stuff and that type of thing. So, like, it really doesn't seem that far out of. I don't think it would ever happen. Don't get me wrong, but I'm just saying it doesn't seem that crazy out of the box, you know? Yeah. Um, One of them is uh, Clash Royale. I don't know if you ever played that, but. I have. They got lots of YouTube video links in theirs. Most nice. of them go to theirs, but a lot, some of them go to the, like the the high end players uh, arena team or card decks and stuff like that. So that'd be cool. I don't know. Interesting, random thought, but I'm I'm good for those. So, yep. anyways. Anyway, I was tricked you in were. the version update. I was bamboozled. Because I read that there were three new characters coming with territory battles that we had no idea about. And, and I was are. super that <laughs> they're there, <laughs> but I cannot play them. Because uh, I don't remember a time in the notes where they added, they talked about the added PvE characters that they put into the game. So I that's think what they talked about off. the ATST driver in the, uh, you know, the, the Holy Walk deal, the ATST thing. I think it was that where they mentioned that before. So they've done that before. It's just not super common for them to do that. It was just they were listed right under Captain Han, uh, Rolo, and Hermit Yoda, uh, and then I have three, okay. and I'm like, oh, what? Yeah, surprise! Two new snowtroopers and a new droid. I'm in. Which is oh, well. still kind of exciting. It's nice to see these guys, but yeah. You can't yeah, really well, they're play kind them. Of, they're, they're kind of assholes in territory battles. Let's not we'll get kid ourselves. Here <laughs> so yeah, three new characters. Imperial Scout Droid, Snowtrooper Commander, and Snowtrooper Ops. So, I assume that's Spec Ops. These are the Green Berets and the uh, Navy Seals of, of the Empire. Oh well, yeah, you gotta have those in territory battles. We cut down like... Basically, every time one dies, Nukin sheds a tear. <laughs> yeah, probably more than one. <laughs> well, Gear 12. Gear 12. Let's talk about this. Let's do it. Because I love talking about Gear 12. I do, too. It is my favorite thing. I, I can tell. You've made that very clear previously. Um, so... <laughs> If you don't already know, Gear 12 obviously requires seven stars on the characters rather than being locked behind level, which is great, which we both agree on 100%. Now, that gear is added into territory battles, the prize boxes and stores, and some stuff has been added to the tables, which is pretty awesome. That is pretty sweet. Um, we have the Mark VI droid collar salvage, the Mark IV Bokta gel salvage, the Mark Pause. IX... Do what? 
Pause. How can you have salvage of gel? Well, instead of <laughs> being all the gel, it's just a portion of the gel. Just little drops. Yeah. Um, you're going around moisture farming. What's well, like if gel. if I'm bleeding or something, that's like salvage of my blood, right? It's not like anyway. Um, so if I bleed you out, I can gear up like two characters. More than that. I, come on. Actually, <laughs> you're this, one person. This, what do you mean more than that? Well, my blood's getting kind of thin, actually. So eh. oh, so it's already thin. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, Mark Nine Biotech Implant Salvage, and you can find these on Light Side Nine Four, Dark Side Nine Three, and Dark Side Nine Four, respectively. And those are basically those are all pieces that help you get to Gear Twelve. They're not. Uh, I mean, I'm not certain if they're used in Gear Twelve or not, but they are purple pieces. Uh, what do you think about the stats on, you know, these, the stuff that you get in gear 11, and then like some of the new gear that they actually added? Have you looked over very much of that? I'm going to give you one guess whether I've looked at it or not. I'm going to guess you absolutely have that you've gone through every single character on Swagaga, seen their gear <laughs> 11 and 12 stat increases, and you have a ranked list of who gets the most improvement. Go. Starting at 10. All right. I'm just kidding. I haven't looked, man. I, I know. I just don't. It's going to be so long before then. I figured with everything else that's going on right now, yeah. I don't care. I, so I did a little that, bit of looking. That may sound terrible for someone that's supposed to talk about it, but honestly, this week has been a whirlwind and so much shit going on. Man, I got full of cursing like a sailor that I am. Yeah, it happens. I had so much stuff going on this week, I just haven't had a chance to look at them. Now, everything that I've heard about them is that this, I've seen the requirements for what the gears are and what goes into them to yep. make them without seeing the stats. And from what I hear, those numbers don't really reflect the amount of gear that you're putting into them. So, I yeah. kind of disagree. I've seen a lot of people say that, but... I mean, the stat improvements are pretty impressive on a lot of this gear, especially the stuff in Gear 12. I mean, there's some that, like, I mean, there's one piece I've seen, I think it's for Ezra, that gives 90 offense, plus it also adds, like, 40 or 60-something to whatever the ability is that actually gives him more uh, damage as well. I mean, some of these characters really get a lot of damage or a lot of health, there are some pretty significant increases with a lot of these. Um, I know one for uh, Commander Luke that's in Gear 12 gives him 10% potency, 10% tenacity, like some health steal um, stats across the board. Like a lot of this gear I think is pretty impressive. Plus you get the added bonus of additional protection by going to Gear 12. I, I mean... There are some of these pieces that are going to be pretty hard to craft. Like there's a few that use already difficult gear, like stun guns and the um, the com links and stuff like that. But the uh, it's so tough to think how many people need a stun gun and then having to combine a stun gun. I don't know if this is true, but like a stun gun with like a stun cuff to make one piece of gear, and you're like, do I want to give that to him or do I really just want to give it to two other characters? You know, yeah, it's crazy. Of course, back the way we used to play before territory battles was just gear up your arena team as fast as you can. But now it's more like, how can I spread the love around? You know, yeah. 
and uh, Riemann. Riemann Game Changer sitting in chat. Good point about Gear 12. No speed increase yes. from any Gear 12 stuff. So kind of crazy. Yeah. And- well, you know what? You know, I get to wonder. He brings up a good thing, good point with that. Like, you think that they're starting to move away from trying to speed people up? Yeah, it's kind of one of those things. I mean, speed's already, I mean, kind of the thing with mods. Quit giving it to characters. Like, let, try to balance them out with all the other stats. And I think that might be what they're going for. I mean, the more of all the other stats you add, the percentage stats then are just giving that much more to help counteract the speed. So I kind of feel like that's probably their strategy for that. What would have been more interesting to me as far as that would go is to still have speed items in Gear 12, but make those put those things on the slower characters and bring them more up to speed. And don't yeah. put those don't put those pieces on the fast right. guys. I mean, there's so some that the characters things kind of just. I mean, yeah, like for sure. Bays, he's one of the slowest characters in the game. He could obviously use more speed. So he would be a great candidate for that. And right now the top gear piece for speed is what? I know there's some pieces with six. Uh, six, I think. Like the speed ball that you get in gear 11 or that you use in gear 11. I think that's the max that I've seen. Yeah, so that's my... So at gear 12, like, let's say they just doubled it. Even 12 speed on a slow character is pretty decent, but it's not going to make them, like, overpowered, you know? So it'd be kind of cool if they had done that for slower characters but eh. it's not there they're not I adding think, it to anyone so it doesn't really hurt anything but yeah you know i feel what I'm like saying. in general it's like the speed is balanced pretty well between characters it's just the mods that kind of make some of those characters ridiculous so if you balance out what the mods do by giving them better base stats it may balance it We'll see. I mean, only time will tell, you know, once people start getting creative with these maxed out characters. We'll see. But, uh, yep. Let's move on to the next thing. Let's do it. Captain, Captain Han Solo. Solo. Like I said, these notes were announced on uh, the 28th, and everyone uh, thought it was going to go out on the 29th, and it got pushed back a little bit. So everyone kept... Uh, I didn't, but uh, a lot of people were doing their energy saving, waiting for him to come out. So he did finally come out, but uh, yeah, he's out now on 7D. Now, my question is, how have your drops been? Uh, They've been about what they should be. Um, The RNG has maybe been (laughs) a little bit favorable, but it's kind of... Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. It's about what I expect. What about yours? So, from the second day on, it's been pretty decent with, like, uh, let's say, one drop out of three. So, the 33% that it's supposed to be. Because yep. I'm still doing these that stupid uh, three-at-a-time thing like I did with old Ben. Hmm. So, yeah, well, eh, whatever. I got all the time <laughs> in the world to kill. But the... Uh, the first day, I had 144 energy saved when he came out, and I bought three refreshes. And take a wild guess how many shards I got from all that energy. Four. 
Oh, close. I got five. Five <laughs> out of all that. And then after rough. the first day, I'm like, dude, are you, is this serious? Like, is this what it's going to be like, especially for 16 energy? I'm like, this is not fun. Then the next two days, it's been, I've seen the 33%. So, so but the part that killed me is our, our guildmate, Richie, my buddy, he, uh, in the first day with all his refreshes, I think he got like 30 shards or something. So by the time the second refreshes were able to be used, he just bought the three refreshes and unlocked Han. Damn. Yeah. I was like, all right, I see. I'll, I'll let you have my uh, RNG for that day. That's fine. Yeah. Jeez. That's, yeah, that's, that must be nice. Uh, where are you at right now with him? Right now I'm at 75 out of 80. No, not 75, 65 out of 80. Damn, I'm at 37. Well, here's the thing, and we'll talk about these later, but I bought the uh, the $10 pack. Ooh, pretty good deal. Both these packs yeah. are a good deal. Well, hold off on that for a second. <laughs> Instead, let's talk about the booster send-off. Aww. The uh, actually that was my first purchase ever in the game was the crystal booster pack. You know the one that gave you the thing gave you a hundred crystals start up and then gave you a hundred crystals every day for twenty one days, and yeah. it is officially no moss. Um, as of eight twenty nine twenty seventeen, it is gone bye bye. If you bought it before that, you'll still get all your crystals, but it is officially gone. This baffles me. Yeah. I'm confused. And a lot of people, a lot of other people are too. But yeah, it's it's a really good deal. It's one of those things that I feel like people were probably buying. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, yeah, <laughs> uh, it, yeah, it's kind of a it's, gateway drug. So all I can think, yeah, exactly. Nice call. The, all I can think of is that uh, they they have to have something else in mind. I don't think that they're going to pull this away and basically undercut all the moderate spenders that are still spending from having something to spend on. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. So, but the, wow, that sounded bad. The question is, I've never done the math. So that's what, 10 bucks a month? Yep. 10 months a month, uh, 10 10 bucks a month, month, 2,100 shards. Uh-huh. That's how much it is. Yep. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's pretty. It was a really good deal. Yeah. It the just thing was is, spread it's just spread out. So, you know, it's kind of one of those things that you mainly use for like refreshing if you're not finishing high enough to get everything. So, or you know, to get all your refreshes that you want to do. It's great for that, and that's why I used to use it for whenever I bought it. And that yeah, was. I mean, I thought it was a great deal. Very sad to see it go. Yep. Definitely. Along with a lot of other people, but. I'm going to stay optimistic. Optimistic. Great idea. (laughs) I bet. (laughs) I like beer, too. What the hell? Jeez. What are you drinking over there? We didn't talk about that. I got some Angry Orchard cider. Delicious. Back to the classics. Nice. You can see uh, my Death Star has been blown up a little bit. It's melting. The Death Star is melting. Yeah. Um... (laughs) So Ahsoka Tano, she is in the shard shops and also available in fleet shipment slot one fifth row. About I time. like the spot, to be honest. Yeah. Just saying. It's I not mean, in where 
any I don't know how many characters are were on there before her, but I felt like I always saw Wedge or um Grievous. What's No, it's not in the Grievous shot slot. It's in the one under Grievous. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Yeah. So huh. the first full roll of first first full row of characters on the one underneath that. He's she's in the first slot. So um yeah. Wedge is the only one I can think of that's also there. But I always felt like I only saw two people alternating there, so there might only be three now, maybe four. But I felt like that's an awesome slot for her. Yeah. Only problem for me is it takes so far to scroll down there, half the time I forget to even go down there. So I'm going to have to start scrolling even more. <laughs> yeah. Because I usually only look for Churit because some freaking day I'm going to get that those last five shards for him that I've been waiting for <laughs> for 10 days now, counting Ouch. today. That's rough. Um, and then I always look for Grievous shards. So. Yep, I do too. I'm trying to get him unlocked. I'm trying to get everyone unlocked right now. That's kind of my goal. Um, <laughs> Pro tip for everyone out there. Grievous is so bad. He's eventually going to be reworked. And he's always been so hard to get. True. That you got to think his rework is going to be good. So you would hope so. If you don't, if you're not grabbing Grievous shards, I won't. I won't say put it above anything else. But if you got extra fleet currency and he's there, I want to grab him. That's my guess. Yep. Good point. Uh, yeah. Let's see. They moved Cassian's Ewing into the fleet uh, mega pack. Um, I mean, when are we ever going to see these farmable? That's kind of the thing I'm wondering. The TB uh, dev interviews that all all the ones I heard did like you had mentioned these characters, right, or these ships, and how very soon there was going to be a way to farm these things. And I don't think, I mean, I haven't been checking the uh, the store every refresh for territory battles, but I don't think it. I would have thought it would have been announced in the notes. What. Uh, if those ships were going to be in the the territory battle shop, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm not quite sure what's going on with those. They're probably so, saving them for something. Maybe they're saving them for like a legendary ship thing or something. I, I don't know. I'm coming up with <laughs> uh, All right. What about bundles? Since you bought one of these, tell us uh, tell us about the two awesome bundles that they had. Okay, so there's one bundle I haven't bought yet, but it is pretty sweet. Yes. I know that a lot of people in our guild have bought it, but that is the Prepare for Battle bundle. And basically, it had character shards for Hoth Rebel Scout and Hoth Rebel Soldier, and it gave you 55 of each. Yep. So pretty good, pretty good amount. For sure. But uh, for the price, you would think you'd get more. D- bear with me. I'm saying that as if those were the only things in this pack, right? Yeah. So you'd think you'd get more than 55 because the other pack I'm going to talk about was 40 shards and it was only 10 bucks. But this pack's 60. So you get 55 Hoth Rebel Scout, 55 Hoth Rebel Soldiers. But then on top of that, you get 4 million credits, 45 Tier 4 droids, because that's what we're all here for. Ability mats and uh, <laughs> a bunch of gear, and not just regular gear, fully crafted high-end gear items. And I don't have the list of what they were here, but I know that there were a lot of really good things in there: stun guns, stun cuffs, 
um, all the stuff that those two characters need that no one put on them. Yep. <laughs> Some good so, stuff in there. For it sure. is. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty sweet. It's it's one of the best things you can get for the amount of money, I think. Yeah. Along with all the shards, getting all that gear. If you were to add up the price of all those pieces of gear in crystals from shipments, it would uh, it would be a Basically, great deal. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, this is one of the best packs they've had in a long time, I think, value-wise. Uh, I mean, especially with the gear. Because, I mean, the gear gear alone, you know, it's probably worth it. And then you get the, the shards for the characters. Not bad. Not too bad at all. Yep. And then the other pack that I mentioned uh, that I bought was the $10 Captain Han Solo pack. Mm -hmm. Because $10 is a lunch and uh, I could use to lose some of these beer pounds. So good to go. (laughs) Captain, what are you calling me, fat bro? No, just... (laughs) Captain Han Solo. Yeah, I'm glad you just stopped because you weren't going to try to justify it. Thanks, I wasn't, thanks, man. I, that's good. I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason we cut off my, from the chest down. No, <laughs> Captain Han Solo, 40 shards, credits, 150,000, 15 x, 15 times tier four droids for uh, experience points because that's what I really wanted, and then ability mats. So, gave me a nice jump on Captain Solo, and tomorrow I should be able to unlock him. So that makes me happy. Yeah. Now, yes. Cool. Pretty sweet deal. So, and then they also have the crystal pack for Captain Han Solo, where you can get the five, the slot machine pack, basically five to three hundred thirty shards. So, I love gambling, uh, but mm. <laughs> you know, you know what? Here's the thing: if it was a, if these packs were like the penny slots or even the quarter slots, then I would roll the dice, but. Uh, I don't usually I don't usually move into the part of the casino where you're rolling you're throwing down uh, ten dollars on every pull, you know. I don't play anything with machines in a casino. Nope, I'm good. When I'm bored and I want free beer, I'll play video poker. But uh, yeah, like super low stakes. I mean, that's basically getting drunk for a dollar. Like that's different, but exactly, yeah. it's like going. That's fair. It's that's like fair. free alcohol at a um, a bowling alley. Like, you paid for the hour of bowling. Get as much beer as you can. Wait, what bowling alley has unlimited beer? The one I just made up in my head to fit this analogy. That sounds like a great bowling alley, I'll be perfectly honest. Uh, sounds like something I need to create, to be honest. Do it. Might not be a money maker, but I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, might be open a month. That's good. Um, something else. So, apparently there is now... No more red screen at the app start. Have you? Did you ever see that? Because this drove me absolutely batty. Yeah, I've seen it a few times. Not every time, but it was moderately regularly. It was annoying. Not even a big deal, but like yeah. every time you saw it, you're like, what the hell? It was just weird more than anything. Not really that big of a deal to me, but just bizarre. <laughs> uh, no longer have to do a client restart to get raid rewards. That yep, that's that nice. was used to be annoying too. Yep, I'm glad we don't have to do that. And it wasn't every time; like it was only sometimes. It was kind of one of those odd things, but that is fixed now. It was one of those things where you'd be in Discord and everyone would be like, 
hey, look what I got or whatever. And then like three people would be like, I didn't get my rewards. You're like, I'll just force reset it. See what happens. Oh, they're there now. Every yeah. time. Now, no longer. So that's nice. Um, Retreat button. Now it says forfeit in places like arena or combat missions or other places where if you were to back out, it would forfeit the run or you'd lose your energy or whatever. So basically like any, uh, any battle you go into on like light side, dark side, cantina, arena shipments, combat missions, all those things will be forfeit. Galactic war will still say retreat. Um, things like that. Makes sense though. Gives you a nice actual warning that you're going to lose something. Not that you don't know, but new players wouldn't have known. So, yep. new uh, new player thing. So that was all on the 28th when they released the version nine update. So then, then we start stepping in the mud, and uh, things start to get a little a little interesting. So, say the least. Yeah. Let's see here. Uh, real quick, um, kind of, uh, I don't want to say breaking news, but news. So, according to the dev team, they are wanting people to spread the word about delaying territory battle combat missions and deployments until at least two hours after each phase opens because of a bug that they're trying to fix when the phase is open. So this uh we'll we'll get into, you know, some issues surrounding this in what you're about to go into, but I just wanted to throw that out there so we don't forget it. Yep, that's good to know. And that's kinda how I've been doing things the past two days, only because after you lost your run on the first day. Yeah. <laughs> so nine on the thirty first, so that was all released on the 28th. The yep. update went live on the 29th? No, 31st. It was two days after that note went out, right? Well, okay, so we're kind of skipping over the 30th. The 30th was a pretty big day, even though nothing really happened. <laughs> so the 30th... Oh, I, was, don't know what you're, I don't know where you're going with this. ...was Wednesday, right? Yes. That was the day that territory battles were supposed to come out and then there were some issues they announced that we weren't going to get territory battles on wednesday that they were going to be delayed and that they were going to start the following wednesday Uh oh and then Uh oh (laughs) yeah see okay here's the thing did it say the following wednesday because it just said shortly i see what i remember i seen something that said the following wednesday at first okay yeah because to me it was like i'm crazy i remember seeing shortly and thinking to myself i don't know what shortly means like i used to play wow a lot and uh Whenever they talked about things that were going to be implemented into WoW, they would say it was coming soon. So it was always soon. <laughs> so when I when I saw shortly, I thought shortly, you know, with the air quotes. Yeah. I was just like, oh, God, this could be bad news. And for, let's say, 12 hours, it was uh, like the sky was falling 
kind of. Yeah, everything went a little... Uh... The memes were out of control, let's just say that. That's to say the least. <laughs> and so... if, you, uh, if you haven't seen them, I'm... Message me on Discord, and I'll tell you where to find them. They're pretty fun. <laughs> so, anyway, all that happened. It was supposed to come out Wednesday. It didn't. It got delayed. The memes went crazy. And then <laughs> something happened later that day where... Well, I guess what started this was uh, they said a tr- training droid issue with display and star values or some nonsense. Yeah, so it was showing... Five stars on four-star training droids or four yeah. on threes. It was just a visual bug on training droids. And that was listed as the reason... Trying to fix that bug was listed as the reason for yes. territory battles being delayed. So and I swear everyone I've seen something said the, the following bug. Wednesday. But it wasn't up very long. Yeah. It eventually well, went to shortly. And then, later that day... They announced that it would actually be starting Thursday. Now, once we found out what the actual visual bug was that the main problem was, it kind of made sense. Where some of the requirements... Well, actually, I'm floating floating into the trap that everyone else fell into. (laughs) Never mind, we're going to talk about that. Uh, Remind me of my my trip here when we get to that part. All right. Anyways, training droids problems pushed back territory battles. We thought it was going to be a week, then it was shortly, and then it was the next day, and everyone breathed a sigh of relief because that was the last day of August, and uh, the whole taking back. I didn't want August to be a joke for another year, honestly. Like, yeah. I, they done so well this month. It it it, it would have been fine in my eyes if it waited a week. I would have still thought that August was fine. But everyone else that wanted the joke to continue would have made it continue, and then we would have all had to deal with it for another yes. year. So, so. I, mean, let's, I, I mean, let's go ahead and kind of jump into that. Like, mm-hmm. this was something that was looking like it wasn't going to make it in August. And mm-hmm. come hell or high water, even though there were some bugs, there were some issues with it starting up, in phase one, I mean, it wasn't flawless, but they got us the territory battles Thursday. And, mm-hmm. I mean, people people were upset it didn't launch on Wednesday. They still got it out on Thursday. They had an issue, and I, I don't get being upset about this. I, don't, I really don't. It's, I mean... Kudos to them for getting the damn thing done and getting it out. It's yeah, I I can see all sides of this, right? I can't. They want to they want to push it out on yep. time. They have to push it back because they don't want to push it out on time and broken. And then the next day they do push it out, and it's still buggy. But they pushed it out enough that it was still working. Yep. And people could start playing it, and they they worked through those bugs. So I'm. So I'm sure. And the good part was that it's still pushed. They still pushed it out in the middle of the week or near the middle of the week. So they still had a few days to continue working on that. Now, I don't think they're going. Most of them are going home this weekend because those phases, the first time they'll run, will still be over this weekend. So they're probably still working their butts off. But uh, 
Yeah. The I can see being unhappy about it too because they've been teasing this for so long. We're all ready for it. We've all got our stuff. We've been trying to push our galactic power to the limit for the last week. Yep. Here it comes. We've got 16 hours till it's supposed to start and suddenly it's not starting. Yep. So I, I, I can was, see both sides. I mean, I was disappointed, but like I said, I mean, they got it out the next day. Damn it, they took back August. And I, yeah, that's had some issues. Like I said, I had a combat battle, my first one that I actually did. Um, I went, actually, okay, it wasn't my first one. My first one, I went in, did no issues. Second one, was about 45 minutes after it actually launched territory battle started and everything i went in i did a battle and uh completed the whole thing got all the way through all six phases and then it said the game needs to restart due to an error (laughs) didn't get to redo it didn't get any credit for any of the phases i completed so man it was Super frustrating, and like I talked to a lot of other people, kind of had those issues, and that's kind of what they're talking about with wanting to delay people actually going in those first two hours. Just be a little bit patient to try to avoid some of these issues. Honestly, I'm perfectly fine with them getting it out this week and us dealing with a little bit of issues. Like, I'm can you read that? Uh no, I actually I can't see you anywhere unless you turn me on on Skype. Okay, well I'm put, holding my phone up to the screen because I took a screenshot from directly when the uh probably can't read that. Turn on your screen. Anyways, camera. the uh I took a screenshot from right when the note came out or the game the, uh, the patch came out. And basically what uh what the screenshot is i went in to try to look at uh, territory battles and it gave me a pop-up and the pop-up said which i was just holding up the feature unlocks at player level 90 oh yes i forgot about this yep so that was another one that was circulating around because right when it came out that that wasn't fixed or updated because so all the all that we heard about level 90 never well okay let me take that back we heard a lot about level 90 never being an option, but then in another dev interview recently, they did say that they were trying to figure out how to work gear 12 and decided that level cap wasn't an increase, but or it wasn't an option. But here we are knowing that it was coded in the game to be level 90, and they took yeah. that away. doesn't so necessarily I that mean was- that it was a gear level thing. It's probably one of those things that they're working towards implementing. Maybe the next territory battle... Maybe like a dark side territory battle or something we'll see in the future. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. I just thought it was funny that no mention of level ninety on anything. Patch goes live as a. I think it was only guild leaders that saw this note from what I remember reading. But when I clicked on it, it said this feature wasn't available until level ninety, and I yeah, I, I talked to quite died. a few people that had that <laughs> issue. For the most part, you know, just restarting the game did it. I think there were some people that said they had to reinstall it. But either way, so that whole thing got sorted out. You finally got your territory battles going. You start going. And then people start checking the requirements to see how they're going to get their Leia shards. <laughs> what um, happened there? 
So this is the main point of contention for this week, I would think. A like a lot of people were mad about uh, the game being pushed back a day. But the, the main problem, as with most things, when you talk about money, was the what many felt like was a bait and switch. Yeah. And uh, whether it was or wasn't, I'm not here to judge. I don't know what happened as far as see. So basically what it was, the game changers put out their videos about territory battles. And in those videos, everything shown for getting Leia shards showed you needed a Captain Han Solo at five star and a Hoth Rebel soldier at five star. So these packs came out and everyone bought them up trying to get their characters to five stars so they could start farming those Rolo shards. Yep. Well, Terra five and everyone starts looking at it and suddenly it says seven and seven star to get Rolo stars. So you need a seven star soldier and a seven star Rolo or a Captain Han Solo to get those Rolo shards. And since that's not what everyone knew was coming or it bought their packs thinking it became a very major problem for everyone. Yep. So, yeah, there was a big uproar about it. Everyone upset. I know people were looking to figure out what they can do because they were so upset about it and they did things. And suddenly we got a message from CGEA about it. So basically what it boiled down to was they talked about how they needed to work better with the game changers to to communicate what things are dev environment only and subject to change so that when those types of videos from the game changers come out that 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 disclaimer is mentioned so that they know when these things happen it's not um it's not on purpose or it was just a change later i mean i don't really know how to explain it because it's the part that the part that hangs me up. Okay, this is where it hangs me up. I don't want to think they were being malicious. I don't know if the track record from the past would say that that's the case, but I don't want to think that they are. I think something changed. They made the change. Didn't tell anyone. Whatever. Here we are finding it out for ourselves. But the other part to it, to me, is that it's so weird that. These videos came out, they were literally there like a week and a half ago yeah. when they did this and made these videos. And between that time when their videos came out and when it started, in the span of a week and a half, they made this change and it wasn't mentioned. So, I mean, I got to think that someone on that dev team watched the videos. Well, and because it's else. not like they glossed over yeah. these requirements to get Rolo Shard. If any of them watched the videos, they knew that was there. And that was within the past couple of days. So they, they could have alleviated these problems before they even dropped territory battles. And I mean, before they dropped the bundles that people paid for. That yes. would have been the way to handle this. And I in mean, my opinion. A disclaimer in the video saying that, hey, you know, this stuff subject changed. Because people watching these videos, they know that, you know, this information is actually coming from EA. They're taking it as gospel. They're not actually seeing the fact that hey, some of this may be subject to change. And so maybe a better disclaimer there would obviously help. 
and I mean, honestly, it just it's I I think it's all perception. I think that I don't think yeah. they did this to maliciously steal money from people. No, but I, I also don't think you. I think the timing was weird. The timing was weird. The whole situation's weird. As we talked about last week, also, there's a lot changing on their PR team as far as people who are communicating with, you know, the game changers, with the community. So, I mean, that seems like there's a lot of change going on between that and then getting territory battles out and getting the videos out. Like, we'll see what kind of job they do going forward from now. I think that's going to be a better idea, you know, of the situation that's going on. Yeah, for sure. I I might sound like I'm trying to say they're trying to steal money. That's not what I'm trying to say. Here's what I'm trying to say. With this long week that's happened so far and every single I'm guarantee you like where I work, things happen in an instant and if your night can be going slow and suddenly be busy the rest of the day. So I work 12 hour shifts. And if as you can imagine being busy every second of a 12 hour shift, it, it is terrible. Absolutely terrible. You go home feeling like crap. 12 hours later, you're right back at it for another 12 hours. That's the way I see this week for them with this stuff, because everything is happening in real time. They're trying to get this stuff to work. Everyone is going, bouncing off the walls, trying to remember to do this and that and this. If any of them have the memory I have, none of this would have ever started. So that's fair. I think with the week that they've had and what's being implemented, they've actually done pretty decent. So, yeah, I I mean, um, I don't disagree with you there. Uh, Like I said, it will, you know, we'll kind of see how things. How things go going forward, and, you know, we'll go from there. But, yeah, this was a little bit of a controversy, to say the least. Uh, There were (laughs) some people pretty pissed, and, you know, it is what it is. Um, I'm just glad and fortunate that they actually got the damn thing out this week so we could talk about it. Talk about it and play it. (laughs) And play it. We've gotten to do two phases so far, which is pretty exciting. Um, yeah, dude, and I no lie, I am loving it. I so where does this rank on your favorite game mode so far? I don't think I can rank it. I don't know. I so we've probably number nothing. two because I like raids, and then I like this because it's more of a guild, a, another guild thing you're working together for. It's on a. Uh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, on an officer level, I hate it. Because it's just constant... But we, constant staring at the screen trying to figure out what we're going to do next and telling people to do it and hoping that they don't just yeah. go rogue and figuring out what to do with them when they go rogue. And that part annoys me. Actual playing of the game mode is pretty sweet. What you're talking about as far as, you know, strategizing and organizing and everything, that is part of any new game mode. I mean, we went through it with Rancor, we went through it with AAT, we've gone through it with everything they've kind of introduced. However, this is a little bit different in the fact that the entire guild, you're all actually competing 
competing together more so than you are in the raids. And the raids is still competition between people. Here they've kind of erased that, allowing everyone to get to fight together. And you have these awesome battles, which are six phases long, or six waves, which are actually a lot of fun and take some strategy. The phase two ones, I mean, they were getting to where they're pretty difficult. I mean, they're no joke towards the end. Uh, it's, this is phase two, man. I know. There's like four more left. I'm worried. I'm worried. Yeah. Like, like, and you're going to get to the point where you have how many teams that you have to have to fight all the combat missions. This is going to be well, rough. And yeah, I think it gets, so I think it's uh phase five. You get to the, one of the special missions where you, each person who completes it, you have to have uh, Commander Luke Skywalker. Each person who completes it gets 10 currency for each person who contributes to or who even attempts the mission. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you get 10 currency for each person who completes it. Commander Luke's required. And then there are three combat missions in that same phase. So basically, you need four teams, plus you need your ship team for the top uh, territory. I mean, getting four teams in phase five, which I'm assuming is going to be pretty damn difficult. I mean, you just alleviated my fears because I totally forgot that the top row was ships. So I'm like, if we have three territories in some of these later stages and I'm having to use five or six teams, that's going to. I think it basically caps out at four. We don't know. I can't recall what all is in phase six. I guess we don't really know what's in anything because we haven't seen it yet other than phase two. But it requires strategy. So us as a guild, we've kind of been trying to organize on deployments and all that. Um, we'll, We'll go into this kind of piece by piece and kind of talk about strategies and everything. But I'll just start by saying this. All in all, so far... It would be hard for me to not say this is my favorite game mode so far. I think it I makes still sense. like I Arena better, you're... but mm-hmm. man, this is, it's different. It's a lot of fun. You have these different types of missions. It requires quite a bit of strategy in the guild, and that's kind of the part I find fun about the game is the actual strategy, whether it's, you know, in guild, in guild strategy or... Uh, Mod strategy, team strategy, whatever. Uh, so yeah, I am totally digging it. Yeah, I um, I like raids. Those are my favorite before this, and uh, I'd say this is definitely my second. Yeah, that's fair. Followed by arena because I'm actually fighting pretty decent in there now these days, and then we just can just snowball from there, but. Yeah, I'd say this is two for me right now. I still like raids, and I really hope that they don't uh, go away from raids completely and don't ever put another one in. But if they didn't, I'm still okay with these. Because as we've seen so far, this is still going to take a lot of uh, work as a guild to make sure you oh, are yes. get it to the 45-star farm. Because It's going to be a long time before anyone gets there. Yeah, it's I'm rough. Assuming. Uh, Eric just mentioned something in our live chat uh, that I kind of forgot about. Phase 5 actually has a Phoenix team requirement, and I believe that's going to be 6-star because it's in Phase 5, and then Phase 6 requires 7-star Rogue 1 characters for a combat mission. So make sure yep, you kind of got those guys points. ready to go and prepared. 
<laughs> kind of like my combat mission today with the uh, Hoth Rebel Soldier. I have him at level 50, full mods, and gear one. Nice. And uh, let's, I think he lasted until at least phase, or yeah, phase three, tier three. Nice. So, I, not I too actually, shabby. Uh, mine's like gear seven, I think, level 53. And he managed to make it all the way to the last uh, wave, and then he, you know, died. Well, just imagine the small tick marks on a gear one level 50. <laughs> Are there tick marks? I think his health had four, and his okay. uh, protection, which all came from mods, had about three or two tick marks. So nice. he did his best. He was hitting for about 100 to uh, 300. That's not bad. Not bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, kind of guy. off the rails, I fought a Gear 12 Commander Luke Skywalker today. His protection bar, it looked like a black bar. Yeah. <laughs> Like wow, how do you black protection? Yeah. Um, all right, so let's get into these special missions. Uh I think there are only two special missions that I'm aware of. The Leia mission, which after we talked about, it ends up being five star Hoth Rebel Soldier and five star Hoth Han, Captain Han Solo, whatever you want to call him. Yeah, I don't think we mentioned that when we talked about uh what they put out about the problems between it going from five star to seven star. It was that they actually rolled it back to five star requirements. So yes, shout out to them for that. Cause that's awesome that they moved that back for everyone. Yep. Makes me very happy because it would be a long ass time before I get a uh, hot rebel soldier to seven star. It'd be a long time it. before any of our guild unlocked them because yeah. if we're getting one shard a week, or two or three shards a week, then okay, we'll never get her, you know? Yep. So this actually is better for them in the way of getting that character playable in the game environment quicker because even the number one on the Galactic Power rankings, it would take a while for them to unlock it. Yeah. So. And, uh, uh, thought escaped me anyway. Uh, so <laughs> you get into your territory battles. First thing you do when you get into the little tutorial is don't do what the tutorial says. You yeah. back out. Don't deploy. Go to your platoon battles. So we actually had one today. I think it was uh, our platoons required. This was in our phase two. Ten bases, like four chariots. Uh, was it Bigs? Six of those. Like there were some pretty difficult characters that was actually requiring this time, which was characters that you would want to use in combat missions. Which is exactly why, yeah. exactly why we mentioned checking this last week when we talked about strategy to yeah. go in there check what you need to to add to the platoons because once you use them, you can't platoon them, and you know if you don't build that, get that special ability to six out of six it's not going to be as potent you know yeah so one thing that might not be a bad idea for a lot of guilds would be maybe getting a spreadsheet or making a list of all the people in your guild that have like a really low level weak chariot or bays that they're not gonna be able to use uh wedge bigs um 
Who else is there? I don't know. Leia. Yeah. Han Solo. Leia. Any of those characters that are rebels that are going to be used. Yeah. Any of those guys that are really low level that are still kind of rare. I mean, those are the best characters, you know, for to get those people that aren't going to use them. Just have them stick those in platoons rather than somebody that's got a max out is actually going to be using them in combat battles. So make sure that you are doing that and kind of paying attention. For sure. And and also platoon characters don't add the territory points, do they? They don't? So I don't, I think that's what I remember hearing. So if you, if you platoon a character that's gear 11, you're potentially losing out on a lot of galactic power points for deployments or combat battles. So well, that's why you want case, to put your lower yeah. geared and lower leveled characters in there first. That way you don't lose those points. That's, I that's think case, that's, that's our point. I could be off base and wrong yeah. and people are screaming at the audio podcast right now Probably. in their car, but no telling think that's how it works yeah check, if not, check into that and use your own judgment for that you know since and join our po- discord server and then yell at me about it yeah perfect don't just yell at your radio Dan come yell at me personal that yeah i perfect. took a lot of bleedo heat this week so i can deal with it <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> so let's talk about combat battles we kind of already did a little bit but uh, what teams did you use? So the first one had two combats. Today we had three of them. Uh, one that required Hoth Rebel Soldier. What was your strategy? Real easy, like, because I have two really good full synergy light side teams, because you know how I love those synergy teams. So I, I have it's finally my off. clones team. I have my clones team. Ugh. And I have my resi- <laughs> the cloness. And uh, resistance. So yesterday I used my clones and I used resistance. Today I used clones and resistance. And then for the one with Hothrell Soldier, I used CLS, Wedge, Biggs, and R2. Nice. And Hothrell Soldier. So Seems solid. Yeah, it worked out pretty well. Well, Hothrell Soldier wouldn't tell you that it worked out well for him, but yeah. everyone else was good. Hey, he's a sacrificial lamb. Yeah. Uh, I well, he is one. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> I used a kind of variation of my arena team on one of them. I used Commander Luke with Old Ben, who is awesome in these things. Uh, R two, um, Chariot. No, I saved Chariot for a different team. I don't remember who else was in there. It's basically my. Commander Luke. Oh, uh, General Kenobi. He was in there. You weren't even ready for your own question. No, I wasn't because <laughs> I'm unprepared. Leave me alone. Uh, so that was t- like basically my arena team variation was kind of what I used on one of them, which made it super easy. The other one, I used Jedi. So that was obviously Qui-Gon Ezra. I used Barris, who is great for that team because they kind of need a healer. Anakin. And I think that pretty much covers it. Does it? I don't know. Uh, Jedi team. Really good. The Foresight's awesome because uh, there's so many characters to kill. It's great to <laughs> knock one of those guys out. Everybody gets Foresight back. It is fantastic. 
highly recommend. Yeah, that does sound awesome, actually. So yeah. my next Zeta should go to Kygon. Uh, might not be a bad idea, yeah. And then uh, hey, I, if it I, helps me in territory battles, I'm in. I'm I'm with you. That's then why. I can run that. Then I can run that Kaigon Jin Eth Koth. Um, that sounds dangerous, man. <laughs> hey, I got him in I'm gear ten. So. You gotta put him in there. I'm a gun D. All the, let's be honest. The the Jedi I have geared are terrible because they're the ones I use for Yoda. So yeah. it would be Ezra, an interesting. Man. Ezra's awesome. Plus that gear he gets Actually, in gear eleven. He's gonna be. I'm gearing amazing. him right now. So yeah. Good choice. On your uh, on your word. Well done, sir. Um, then I use my wedge lead with Biggs, Cherit. Uh, that was my Hoth Rebel soldier team. And I used, I believe that was the team I used R2 in. I think next time I'm trying Lando, because I think Lando will be a total badass in these missions. Might need to make him a little bit tanky, but he could be a lot of fun. Yeah, I used him on my alt account yesterday, and... He was shredding face. So something else to think about is that wedge lead actually gives turn meter on AOEs, and when you look at all those guys, when you got like six or seven guys out there getting AOE'd by Lando, he can be gaining a ton of turn meter and going quite a bit, and he only needs two to refresh that AOE, so he could be a superstar in these events. Especially when some of them have six characters on. Yes. So even better chances. Like I just said that. Shut up. <laughs> um, I am totally excited about tomorrow's combat battles, though, because I finally get to try my new resistance team that I've been gearing up. Yes. I'm freaking stoked. Can't wait. You actually listen to me for once. Yeah, it don't happen very often, but... Um, I know. and I'm... Even a broken clock is right twice a day. Hey. If I'm like... Uh, that's a pretty good batting average. <laughs> That's a good batting average, yeah. That's fair. Um, all right, so let's talk about deployment. I think this is kind of the spot where people get a little bit more confused. It I think is this is the spot that requires the most... Strategy. Work. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, everybody can go in, do their combat battles, try to beat those, get as many points as possible. But once the platoon and the combat battles are done, then it's about deployment. And mm -hmm. the problem with deployment is sometimes you may have stragglers that aren't completing their combat battles, which can lead you to kind of a false number of what you need to get to the next star level. And so it's very important to actually pay attention to where you're at on these because they each have a different total number of galactic points that are required to, you know, two or three star them. So make sure you're paying attention to that and focus your deployment on the one that has the smallest gap between star levels at first once all your combat battles are completed. So, for example, even like right now, you and I are actually waiting for a couple people in our guild to do their combat battles to see how much we need to deploy into the uh, lower territory of Phase 2 so that we can mm -hmm. three-star it. Because it doesn't lack much. Like, I could deploy all of my stuff there and finish it. But why do that when there are still battles left to do? They could take care of some of that, and then I could, you know, go to... Throw it in the top. Yep, yeah. exactly. So, this is one of those things going to take some strategy. Maybe getting a few people that are able to wait until the end and 
push their deployments to wherever it's most beneficial for the entire guild. Yep, for sure. That's the toughest part. Figuring out which one you're going to go for and uh, how you're going to do it and make sure that... The main thing I think that's for us is trying to figure out how to tell people to deploy without everyone rushing to do it as we asked and then wasting points. So we were using time zones kind of as an indicator, just kind of tag everyone discord, be like, Hey, if you're, um, you know, European time zone, you go ahead and go do your deployment, go to bed, whatever. And then just kind of using that as a rough general guide to get people to do their deployments and then, you know, using all the later people like, you know, the Eastern and Standard Time people to kind of finish off whatever's left. Yep. And it works It works kind of perfect for if you know how many people are in those time zones. And yes. once we get those numbers, it'll be real easy for us. But the thing is, because we were looking at 15 million left for the bottom at one point today, and it was kind of like, okay, if let's say the average person has... 2 million or 1.5 character galactic power we're gonna need you know 10 people or uh, eight people yeah where do we think eight people live let's just say mountain zone you do it you know once we have those numbers and we figure out hey if we need 20 people 20 people live in this time zone let's just send them in or 15 people here you know you know what i'm saying yeah or just kind of grouping people by things. So we can group by time zone. We can group by uh, galactic power and just kind of update that list on how many people there are. There's a lot of things you can do just to call in attack groups, basically. Yeah. And say this group needs to go deploy to the bottom now. Once it's done, all these other groups can go to the top. And I think that once we figure that out, it'll be a lot easier for our, at least our guild because... We did the Rancor with teams for so long, it'll be easy for people to follow team rules, you know? Yep, for sure. Um, so, yeah. Uh, let's see. So, uh, I'm going to put this. Laroku on Reddit uh, actually ran some numbers. I was kind of saving all the information so I could run the numbers, but I didn't have to because he did it. Thank you. Appreciate it. Absolutely. So, if everybody in your guild is able to complete all 50 battles, this is not, uh, we're, this is just phase two, not including ships. It's only, you know, those two phases, or not phases, two territories in phase two. If your total galactic power of your entire guild is 47.77 million you should be able to get three stars on both territories if you optimize and are strategic about it. The north requires 55 million to three star, and the bottom required 43.8 million to three star. So if you're able to get everybody to do all the battles and not miss any of the phases, because as soon as you start missing phases, that galactic uh, points required just starts climbing. Uh, you are actually able to three-star all of that. Yep, and now seeing those numbers, you can see why we prioritize the bottom one before the top one. Exactly. That's... Because the south was 12 million lower than the top, so yep. 
let's at least get the three stars on that bottom one. If we're stuck at two on the top one, that's okay for now. Yep. I mean, this is the first one we're doing. We'll figure it out as we go. If we can get that third star on the top one, sweet. But, uh, yeah, figuring out where we go and how we get those stars. Rather than everyone just kind of throwing in wherever they do and winding up with two stars on both, that would suck. So Yeah, for sure. Knowing that we can at least get five in phase two, possibly six, and working to get that way, yep, that's important, I think. So Absolutely. Uh, so I know we kind of talked about this last week, but the, um, oh, something I do need to mention on this. So that 47.77 million galactic points, that's not including your ship galactic points. So yeah, that's something that once we started territory battles, I kind of started to realize was going to work against, uh, yes. not against so, us. But it's kind of something you didn't really think about because most of the time, let's say two thirds of your galactic power is characters and then another third is ships. So the first time I hit that deploy all button and it was like not what the number I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, I then realized quickly that none of that ship stuff was going into those first two phases. So yeah. you've got to plan accordingly with that. And which is why I was saying with, uh, when you did the deployments, you got to think the people maybe have 1.5 character galactic power, even if normally they have 2.3 and 2.4, you know, yep. those numbers are going to be really small. So you, if you think that sending in one guy that has a 2.3 galactic power ranking normally is going to finish off a phase, you got to, Think about the fact that all his ship stuff isn't going to go into that phase. That is so. true. And uh, if you go into the game, there's not really a way to distinguish between your galactic power of, you know, your ship versus your uh, your regular characters. Swaga Guy is a great resource for this. You can actually go on there and look and see how much of yours is characters and how much of it is ships. And you'd have to do some calculations and everything to actually figure out what your... We don't do calculations here. But we love the maths. We do maths. Exactly. All right. All right. Sorry, the maths. The maths (laughs) would indicate that, you know, by pulling all those numbers off Swagaga, you can get an idea. Because I I don't believe it shows entire galactic power for a guild. Have you seen that on there? I haven't. It's there. I haven't. I've only seen it on... This kind of annoys me, too. I've only seen it on the leaderboard, and the leaderboard is really cool, but I can't click on any leaderboards right now. Yeah, I can't and either. I'm assuming that's a... There's some bug. kind of bug going on yeah. that you can't click on leaderboards. So, But before the update was actually pushed, where you could download all the patch information, the uh, leaderboard was in there for guilds, and you could click on it and see where your guild ranked in the world. Yes. And uh, so, yeah, that was a pretty cool thing, but that was the only place I knew where you could uh, check your guild against other guilds and see your total galactic power was on that guild screen. I don't remember seeing it on Swagaga. I, I would really like to see them implement like a sorting to where like you can look at your guild by galactic power, either character power, ship power, total power, and maybe 
if they would break down the two, you know, somewhere in, you know, where you can look at your guild mates and all that stuff, that would be super helpful. So hopefully we'll get to see that at some point. Yep, I agree. I mean, they're making they're making some really awesome updates to Swagaga, so I wouldn't be surprised to see that implemented anytime yeah. soon. Sure. So, um, all right, Galactic Power, the strategy for all that nonsense. What did you do to get ready and build your Galactic Power as much as possible? So I'm not one of those guys that has 78 million credits. So what I did was. I leveled every seven-star character I had to level fifty, and then I threw all the mods, all the five, all my crap five-star mods on them that were leveled, and then everyone that was left over, I put five-star mods on that were unleveled and or half-leveled or whatever, and uh, planned to update them later if I had the credits to spend on them and wanted to, and. Uh, as far as gear goes, I tried to get everyone at least to blue gear if I had all the pieces to do it. I pretty much just hit all those green arrows until they came out yep. or stopped, and then I would stop on them because I didn't want to farm the gear at the moment. But uh, that's pretty much what I'm doing is going as far as I can on gear with what I have, putting the mods that I have on them that are leveled or just five-star mods or four-star mods and getting them to gear level 50. That's yep. what I've been doing so far. That's basically my strategy as well. Uh, I think I've almost got every character I have to at least level 50, you know, that's unlocked. Um, been trying to get them to gear seven. Most of them pretty easy to. Uh, there are a few that are a little bit fussy that require some difficult gear in gear six. But, I mean, for the most part, if you've been playing very long, it's super easy to get those guys up to you know at least gear six so make sure you're doing that and um make sure your ships whatever ships you have i know a lot of people have currency laying around just go take all that currency start leveling your ships up uh because you know that obviously makes a difference i would lean towards doing the ones where you have the pilots leveled more um just because it's more useful i'm not sure if there's an actual difference as far as if you get more or not uh something else i noticed that's kind of nice with the most recent client update is anytime you make a change to a character whether you take a mod off whether you add a piece of gear or whatever it actually tells you at the top what it does to your galactic power which is pretty yeah that was pretty cool like with the thing that pops down and shows your galactic power with a plus or minus yeah it's pretty sweet yep one, and I think that's a really good tip that you just gave to everyone because I myself uh, went or witnessed this and did it this week with the ships. But I went in and looked at my ships, and some of them were still level seventy or level eighty, and not even up to level eighty-five yet. Yeah. And I was sitting on thirty million ship credits, so spend it, spend it put it up to eighty-five. When you get to eighty-five, you get that option to add even more ability mats onto these characters. So that's even more or onto the ship, so it's even more galactic power. Once you level those things up and get them up, that's just another good way to get galactic power. Now, it's not going to help you in phase one and two because it's ship power and all you need is character for those, but as you get into the later phases where they have the ship phases, you're really going to be needing that stuff. Yep. So that's an awesome idea. If you never really 
if you haven't really looked at your ships in depth recently, go in there and look at them. See that ship you don't use usually that's at 60, level 60. If you have the credits, bump it up and get those extra galactic power out of it. And if you have a bunch of ability mats from your challenges, throw those on them, get it even higher, and you're going to be sitting pretty. Yeah, for sure. So. Cool. Um, I got a quick question for you. I'm ready. What rhymes with Rivia? Bleedo. That's actually pretty close. <laughs> well done. It's exactly yeah. what I was going for. I knew it. <laughs> I think it's time for me to redeem myself. That's what I think what time it is. I disagree. I <laughs> you don't want disagree. me to, but that's what time it is. So This will be Season 2, Episode 3 of Shattered Order Trivia. The most exciting game show in the Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes universe. The main reason you listen this far into the show. Absolutely. Why else would you listen this far? <laughs> like, they're slurring. We got to get to that trivia quick. Come on. Yep. All right. All right. I'm turning my screen blue. All right. Wink is up by two, just so we're clear. I thought it was one and a half. You thought incorrectly. <laughs> Cheater. Where's my stinking uh, pen? There it I is. I don't know. All right. Well, apparently I... Apparently, I uh, destroyed our points from the last time, so you're going to have to tell me what you have. I have Five? I have not been keeping total track. I just know I am plus two. So take my number, use the maths, and subtract two from it, and that would be your number. All right. Well, I think it's three to five. That's what I remember. So Okay. There you go. Sounds good. So let's just get right into it, because I got the first question up here. Let's do it. Do it. With territory battles, we have learned a lot about the Hoth twins. Even if they look almost the same, they are different. What is the three big difference in their outlook? I'm guessing he means in their look. Okay. So. I don't know how specific we need to be. Um... I don't either, but I'm going to have some guesses. So I've got guesses down, but I really don't know what, what the answer to this is. Um, yeah, I really do not know either. But I know it rhymes with, uh, I'm not going to do that. I don't want to. <laughs> I'll say the right that's, answer, but that's I a terrible idea at this point for you. I uh, I'm I'm growing as a person and learning from my mistakes. Well, well done. Not everybody can do that. <laughs> you All got right. answers? I do. I am going to show them on the screen. People can see them. It's a good thing other people can because I see a big blue PowerPoint. That's how I like it. <laughs> All right. All right. Are you ready? I am ready. Let's do this. Number one, soldier has a backpack. Yep, I put that. So did I. Soldier's hat is brown and scouts is white. Um, I just put hat. Did you? Yeah. I'm going to trust you because I can't see your screen. Well, 
you can go back and look at it on the live stream. I don't know. <laughs> okay. And the last thing, the tone of their skin is different. Ah, I did not get that one. I put goggles are different as my third answer. Hey, you and I were both on the same with that because my answers were backpack, visor, and antenna. Backpack, so. visor, and antenna. Hmm. I think the antenna is part of the backpack, so that's kind of redundant. Visor, I think, is basically the same as the hat. So, yeah, you uh, you you got gained another point on me there. Think so? You said hat, right? Yeah. Wait. You said visor. I mean, I'd I'd give you a half point on that one. Hey, I'm gonna take whatever you give me. All right. 4.5 to 7. So you gain a half point. All right. So that takes me to two and a half up. That is. Next question. The tune with the most health steal in the game is Asajj Ventress. If we combine Savage Opress and Finn's health steal, do they beat Ventress? If you combined who's? Savage Opress and Finn. Mm. I'm going to. I'm going to. I guess it's a yes or no question, so. That's my assumption, and I am writing the answer, and I am showing it currently. (laughs) I would say Uh, it rhymes with something, but. Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. All right. I'm going to give you the answer. I wrote down my answer. All right. What'd you say? I said no. Of course you did. It is no. Ventress has 55% health steal. Finn and Savage only has 25%. Wow. 25 and 25%, so 50. What'd you put? See, I put yes, but the only reason I said that is... Why would he add two characters together if the answer wasn't yes? <laughs> <laughs> See, I had like, the exact Why is this a question if the answer is not yes? Well, because it's ridiculous that she has that much health still that two characters combined don't even reach it. Like, to me, that's that's the news there. It is. All right. Well, that's goes impressive. up three and a half points. That you are. Next question. Three points max. Breakdown in the answer. What does the level three ion can't... Nope. Huh? I can't answer this. I'm not even going to write anything down. What does the level three ion cannon blast ability do? Oh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Shit, I don't have foggiest clue. Uh, haven't looked that much into territory battles. Or sorry, territory battles. Come on. <laughs> we haven't yelled that once tonight. Good I job. Know, it's disappointing we fail. Ugh. All right. Well, I wrote something. We'll see if we work it. Yeah, you're gonna have to give me a second because I don't freaking know. Um Mine's just a guess. Probably not a true. Probably not even how the ability works, but are you ready? No, I can't spell. Well, I'm going to give you five R two D twos. 
one R2D2, two R2D2, three R2D2, four R2D2, five R2D2. All right. I am doing, showing my answers. I only have two. All right. What are your answers? Deplete ship shields and deal damage. <laughs> deal damage? Very specific on that one. Are we, are we really <laughs> going to add that as a point? <laughs> Depends on what the answers are. The answer. Deal special damage to target enemy and stun them for one turn and then remove 100% turn meter. This ability starts on a cooldown. So, I got part of that. Deals damage. Wrong. It deals special damage. I didn't say it deals physical or special. I just said it deals damage. I think yeah, well, when you cast categories. a big net, you either catch no fish or two fish, and you caught no fish. So No. Uh, <laughs> go to the council. We should. Hey, I gave Let's you a half three and for a half. I don't visor. think vague, vague answers should get points. I gave you a half for visor, just saying. So I should give you a whole point? <laughs> no, you should give me half a point. You know what? I'll give you half a point for that. <laughs> what was your second answer? Uh, deplete ship shields. Okay. Yeah. One point for stun, one point for remove 100% turn meter. Well, there you go. You got a half point. So now you're up four. Jeez. I know. This is getting, this is getting embarrassing. That's good. You're going to have to do something embarrassing before too long, hopefully. We'll see. I'm welcome to and back next week. With the new updated Gear 12 stats, who has the most base health in the game? I should have known one of these was coming. Yeah, right? I love these. These are my favorite. I don't even know who, who it was that? before. <laughs> who had it before? I can't remember. Um, base health. Oh, it's got to be something goofy because why he likes to make questions with goofy answers. That's that's true. That's actually a really good point. So I'm going to say Greedo. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a pretty good answer. Um, uh, I guess. And I'm going to. Yeah, that's my answer. We'll see if it's right. I, I don't have the foggiest clue so alright showing my answer I'm gonna say R2-D2 ooh that's a good guess I said old Ben nice no no what I think this was my answer to the original base health question what is it it's Gamorrean guard huh you should know that bro I know boy He's still chilling at gear nine, but uh, someday I will level him all the way up. Nice. Damn, dude, that sucks. Yeah, I never, he would have been one of the last characters, I guess. Jeez. Well, I know he has a bunch of health because he's a tank, you know. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Who am I? All oh, right. These questions. These are my rhyme questions. Who am I? I am hot, but distressed for cold. But dressed for cold. Weapon in my hand, I hold. Search and rescue, no problem. Commander to guts, let's go then. Repeat it one more time. There's a lot there. 
Well, I'm going to read it wrong this time because I think I have the answer. So what I'm going to give you is, I'm just kidding. I am hot, but dressed for cold. Weapon in my hand I hold. Search and rescue, no problem. Commander to guts, let's go then. All right. I got my answer. Got yours? Yep. What do you got? Captain Han Solo. I also have Captain Han Solo. Why am I not surprised? Captain Han Solo and uh, making its way to the podcast in honor of our friend Giggles, Hot Han. Hot Han. <laughs> Hot Han. I like it. Well, All right. Deadshot did well. You did. You made me start losing by more this week. Way to go. Yes, that's the way we like it. <laughs> that's Wink's favorite, let's be honest. Sweet. Let me turn off the blue screen of death here. Dude, you got uh, you got one week to uh, catch up before punishment. Next week, it will be the determining <sighs> week. Bear, bring your A game. Yeah. You sound like I, a defeated I, man. There's a lot of uh, sadness in this voice. Yeah, that's... that's if I'm right. not telling lies. Yeah, that's all right. Okay well, until next week, where I continue my redemption story, <laughs> thank you all for listening. So story. please, please, please check out your favorite podcast app and click that feedback button and give us some feedback yes. and let us know what you like, what you don't like, and what we can do to be better and what you like that makes us good and also on top of that go check out our twitter stop laughing too much alcohol <laughs> go check out our twitter at shattered order where you can also find our discord invite link at all times in our bio click on that join us on discord hey come out and hang out and chat with us yep. for absolutely free you'll love it and uh what else do we got I fully expect someone to tell us that we should drink more alcohol as, you know, a nice change to the podcast. <laughs> Stop being so sober for the podcast. Yeah. Now, the uh, one day we'll have to do that uh, six beer podcast thing. Oh, yes. That is in the future for sure. We're going to have to find the time for that. All right. But as for tonight, we are out of time. So please and thank you for listening. Please and thank you for... Oh, my God. What's Eng going on? Eng English, Dan. English. Oh, that was all English. Words. It's just in Wordsing. Not so bad at wordsing. All right. Anyways, good night, everyone. Thank you for listening, and we will check you later. Later. Thank you for listening to the Shattered Order podcast. Happy gaming, and may the force be with you.